Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 30. I'm Killeen Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilal Springer. So this week on the show, we're going to be interviewing marketing expert Louis Grenier. Louis shares his knowledge on how to be transparent and share your behind the scenes. And as always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. Morning, Killian. Morning, Zoe. So we've our industry expert episode this week. Yes, absolutely. It's going to be quite interesting, this one. Uh, so we had Louis Grenier on the show before um, a few weeks back now. So this is uh, part two. Yeah, it's a part of a series that we're doing with Louis. Yes, exactly. So uh, today um, we're talking about how to be transparent within your business, how to share your behind the scenes, the advantages and uh, what you can get out of it, basically. Yeah, so it's all about just kind of like, you know, sharing that little bit more with your clients, not just showing the business side of it, kind of showing your your staff and stuff. Like, I suppose, how do you react when you're in your quieter part of the day? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Yeah. So without further ado, uh, we're going to welcome Louis on the show and uh, kick this off. Welcome back, Louis. We, you were so good first again. time we brought you back for a second episode. Yeah, you forced me to. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not even joking. <laughs> I'm literally like my hands are tied right now. I can't move. So. Yeah, because you're going on holidays. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And we don't want them to leave before we get the most out of them. <laughs> so, yeah, so today we're talking about humanizing your salon's brand and uh about sh- like sharing behind the scene content. And that I think that was your idea of uh, of a topic to begin with. Yeah. So, I I'm a big believer into like marketing to be transparent and open yeah um in this day and age you can't hide uh people mm. want to connect with people people want to know more about you and with internet now you know it seems like people can connect with companies and, and brands much more you know closely while 30 years ago even 20 years ago even 10 years ago it was a little bit tougher to know the behind the scenes of, yeah. of companies mm-hmm. and there are a lot of examples of of companies who didn't do that well who weren't mm. being transparent or honest yeah and it really backfired on them oh yeah because then you have to like apologize to your customers and then you're destroying kind of your image your perfect image whereas yeah. if you show your true colors then you know you can just go about your day and the way the way i look at it is like because we're in ireland here i'm irish with irish people it's all about like relationships so to work with someone you essentially have to know them so like it kind of comes back to that whole you're not hiring a company or you're not going to a company just for the skills you're going because of the people you're going to be dealing with so you're buying into the staff it's not just i suppose the name of the company or the product or the brand that you're buying into it's the actual people Mm. and us irish people have always been like that so (laughs) let me let me set the record straight here Every single country yep. will say, oh, you know, our country is all about the people and relationships and whatever. Um, it's the case everywhere. Like we are, like, as we said in the last episode, we are social animals and relationships are the, the you know, the, the basis universal. of everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Irish people like to say that, but French people like to say that as well. Canadian as well. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a universal concept. <laughs> well, yeah. oh, wow. okay. <laughs> are you getting a little red there? <laughs> uh, just blushing a little bit. But, um... Yeah, no, but it's true. Okay, so everyone, um, you believe in people or you buy into people. Yeah. yeah. Right. But like, well, we can all agree, I think, on, on saying that if you stand in the middle of the room and you just shout about your product, it's it's not going to get you, it's going to get you just so far, you know, and yeah. sh- and putting a picture of, of yourself of like, not necessarily a picture, but just like showcasing something about yourself that makes you look like a human, not just a brand 
will make will help you build a relationship with your customer way more. Yeah, people. So people crave for that, and. The only way to be unique in this world, the only way to, to really truly stand out is to be yourself. It sounds cliche, but it's the truth. It's mm. to be yourself, to be to show your weaknesses as well as your strengths, and to show the behind the scenes of your salon, to show sometimes when you're not feeling great, and that's perfectly fine. You can do that internally with your with your colleagues and employees, and then move on to people following you. But that's perfectly fine to show your true color, because people will connect with that way more than a brand that, trans to, that tries to be somebody or something that is not... Um, and people love that. It's like it's fake, and people see through that. Yeah, yeah. And in in this day and age, with Instagram and social media and Facebook and emails and whatever on internet in general, people just they know that very quickly. Now there there must be one thing that you're thinking right now is well, I'm scared of doing so. I'm scared that people will like not care or will mock me or will think that we are just you know crazy. But think about the brands that you love the most. Think about the people that you connect with the most. I'm talking about brands in general, companies and, and celebrities. I can guarantee that every single one of them, you love them because they are being very transparent, being very open, being mm -hmm. very like true. Yeah. And I think a lot of people could also question the return on investment of doing that because the, like, I feel like I've got that question loads of times. Like, why should I go on Instagram story? Why should I show this? Why should I show that? What's in it for me? What am I getting out of it? Sort of yeah. attitude. Because yeah. they, like, they try to pick, like, you know, they try to really see a, a money sign after straight away, but it's actually not going to be that money sign. It's, you know, you're going to build that relationship and eventually those people will become your your uh, brand ambassadors almost like they'll talk about you yeah. for you <laughs> yeah. this, this was a classic example when we first started the snapchat feature yeah. we were trying to get everyone's like oh yeah get your salon on snapchat but everyone the, like you said the first question was how do i measure the return on investment you're like you're not going to get business through snapchat but it lets you show your personality it shows you the behind the scenes yeah yeah and as we discussed the last podcast episode we are not saying you should use instagram stories or anything yeah. like this it's it's more a concept that applies anywhere in 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 the way you treat your your people, the way you treat your clients, the way you talk about yourself. It's the way you do your marketing. It's kind of a, a theme that needs to be embraced from from the ground up. And so it's easy for me to say that oh you need to be transparent and all, but I'm gonna give you an example that is a perfect example. Uh, it's like just myself when I started my own business. This is what I started to do. Okay. I started to write huge blog posts about how I struggled to like make money and how I was trying to find my first customers. Then I went on to share like the cash flow and the, the revenues we were making every month and, and the fact that we were losing a lot of money certain months. And you wouldn't believe the amount of people just send me emails saying, oh, it's refreshing to hear. And, and yeah. they started to follow me for this reason. So like people follow, like followed me not because I had necessarily interesting stuff to say, but because they, they thought and they knew that I was being honest and transparent. And that's yeah. what people want. So... Other bigger example, because I'm far from being a celebrity of any kind or a good company, but a, a good company you should focus on and, and look at is Buffer, which is a social media scheduling tool, and they are being very transparent about everything they do. Mm -hmm. Now, they are being maybe too much transparent. They, are, they would share how much their employees are making a month or that kind of stuff. You don't have to go to this, to yeah. this length. There's but different types of behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But like, look at the way they do it. Yeah, exactly. Be smart about it. Be like You have to be comfortable with it so you can start small. But it's going to feel good to be yourself, to be, to share who you are to others. It's going to feel good and people will connect with that. Yeah, because like we often hear the whole, you know, fake it till you make it thing. But at the end of the day, if I'm going to go to you as a client, <laughs> I want to make sure like... 
I don't want the person I'm employing to be a faker, basically kind of yeah. giving me answers I want to hear. I want them to be honest because at the end of the day, I'm spending money with you. Yeah, you're looking for an expert. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not necessarily always going to go to a, a barber because they're the best skilled. I might go to a barber because I get on with them or I enjoy my 45 minutes in the chair chatting to them. Yeah. So if we if we chat about, like, what kind of behind-the-scene content, like, what is it, really? Like, when we say behind-the-scenes, it could be loads of things, right? So it doesn't have to be, like, the transparency. You don't need to share your figures of every month in, in the salon. It might not be relevant to, to your audience. So mm-hmm. in terms of what's relevant for a salon owner... Uh, just how are things going in the business? So like we do a little bit of as well. So when we had the Valentine's Day, we put it up on Instagram. Just it was little stories and photos of everyone in here having a bit of fun. But like like you said, it doesn't always have to be fun. Like if you're having a really quiet day, that could be an opportunity to do, I suppose, a short video of how bored your staff are. <laughs> so kind of like encourage clients to come in and perk them up. It could be something as fun as that. Like, And in terms of like websites, could you put anything up on a website to to share like a behind the scene concept? Would you have any? Uh... Well, I think the an easy an easy thing to start with would be maybe to write a monthly update. So you just write it, even if you're not a good writer, and can guarantee that if you just write about what you've done in the last month, it's easy to write. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. can you know you can say, well, this month this is what we've done, the key things we've hired two people and we had to let go one or somebody left. You got an award. Yeah, no, but like <laughs> the, the 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 behind the scenes, but not only the positive, the actual truth with pictures or videos of, of to 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 show what happened, and you can share that on your on Facebook on on your Instagram. You can. You can use that as a kind of the source for the, for your mm-hmm. content and say, well, you know, let's say we hire two people this month and that's part of your monthly update. Well, you can post that on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Facebook, wherever you are, or via email. Emails, yeah. yeah. But like this exercise is also good for yourself in terms of, you know, to look back because, you know, you're just rushing through the day and you're very busy and it's difficult to look back and take a step back. But this kind of public monthly update can definitely help. So you can start with that. You can start with just doing that with your staff and then once you're comfortable, you can release it. But people will start, you could see the first monthly update you will post publicly, you'll feel, you, you'll be scared at first, but then you'll have way more people commenting and asking you questions and sending mm-hmm. you emails and telling you fair play for doing that than you can ever imagine. And this is how you build a, an authentic brand. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think definitely, like I've, I, I'm just thinking about, you were talking about this, the monthly update, and I'm just thinking monthly up the CEO update that we get in Forest. Yeah. And it's just everything that's going on in the company. Obviously, for us, it's like figures and stuff. And then also new staff coming in. Where are they from? What, what kind of background do they have? What are they going to do in the company? And it's just refreshing to have that update every month coming to your emails you know yeah i mean like it's an internal thing but it keeps everyone up to date of what's going on it keeps Mm. everyone on the same track we all see the same vision we all have the same vision because of those monthly reports yeah definitely um and in terms of like you know how to do it if you're like it doesn't require a budget really like you could use a smartphone you could just type away on your keyboard you know and many people have a i think like a fear of like oh it's going to cost me so much because I don't know how to do video or I don't know how to do this yeah how do I outsource it and actually you shouldn't be outsourcing it because it's you every smartphone nowadays comes with a free video editor like especially the iPhone things like those just point shoot basic editing throw it up there you go don't think about it Mm. yeah like that that's the thing I don't remember we probably need to link that but there's a research recently that showed that when 
people connect more with like personal videos that don't seem to be edited or over over the top. Okay. So it's okay if you just literally take your iPhone, record for five minutes what you've done uh, last month and the struggle you had and the wins you have and all this kind of stuff. If you start from start to finish, you don't even have to edit it. You can just post it as it is. Uh, if you want to, and then you can turn that into a post, a blog post, where you just watch a video again and write it down. So there's plenty of way you can do that, but don't think about it in terms of cost. Uh, it's really, it's 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 free to do, and it's gonna free free up your mind as well. It's just you evaluating yourself and your business. Like most people mm. do that when they go home after work, after dinner, you sit on the couch, watch a bit of TV and you're thinking of how your day performed, how your week performed, what are you going to do tomorrow? Now it's just taking that out of your head and kind of publicizing it a mm -hmm. little more, but well, not too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, so there's obviously things that you would choose not to disclose to the public. That's perfectly fine. But being authentic and sharing pictures, videos will help. The, the key thing behind all of that is, is just one word, is trust, right? So it comes back to trust. Marketing, your company, everything is based on trust, mm, right? Yeah. If people know that, like if people trust you, they are much more likely to buy from you, much more likely to recommend you to others, much more likely to, to talk about you. However, if they don't trust you, they are way more likely to like uh, criticize you openly, to 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 tell about their friends the bad experience they had. So it's all about trust. And trust is built is built on a few pillars. And one of them is transparency, honesty, consistency, all of those stuff. So if you're consistently putting authentic content out there and being yourself in front of your staff and with your customers, it's going to work out for the better. People will start to trust you more and recommend you more. But also, because you're humanizing your business, like it's easier to give out about a company or give out about a business online, but it's a lot harder to, I suppose, criticize or give out about a person. Yeah, because so think I, about it. Would you easily criticize and openly criticize a friend? No. Not really. No, exactly. Um, like, you'd give out about them <laughs> to another <laughs> friend. But, like, at the end of the day, yeah, you're not going to put that up on social media. Yeah. So, so it's the same with your brand. Like, if you're turning your brand into this more human vibe to it, then, you know, you're less likely, again... It comes back to what you were just saying. You're less likely to, to openly criticize. Yeah. Yeah. And like when we talk about putting this content up, it's always where, like, remember, are your clients going to want to see this? Like, we talk about this in kind of general marketing, you know, people who are always just putting up offers, all they want to get is sales out of it. Like, do your clients, would they be interested in hearing this? And most of the time, yes. Yeah. All the time, yes. All the time, yes. So all the time, yes. But now I can also see salon owners asking, um, so how frequently should you be doing this? You know. So the key here is consistency. Like you have to make sure that it's consistent. So make sure that if you, if you decide to, to publish something every month, then stick to it and start small. If, if you feel that every month is enough, then start every month. And, and if you get comfortable with it, maybe every two weeks or whatever. But the key is, is not how frequently, is the fact that it has to be consistent. That's all. If you, if you start, make sure that you stick with it. Because it's going to take time, but over time, people will get used to it and connect with it more. Now, to go back to, to your point, Kilian, there is one thing in particular that is very important here. If you just focus on making sales, you're forgetting one thing. The, the main thing for your business is to try to get as many you know loyal and profitable customers as you can and five new loyal profitable customer every month is worth way more than you can think it's not like a quick way or quick hack to get new customer just because of a you posted a discount yeah. on groupon or whatever those people will recommend you to others way more 
they will share your content way more, mm -hmm. they trust you, and those are the basis of a, of a sustainable business, those, those type of people, and this is how you get them. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not a quick fix. It's about growing your band, uh, brand, creating, like, a culture of fans, but, like, it is slow, it, it does take time, but it works in the long run. It's, it's more long-term plan, as opposed to, like you said, getting 10 clients in this week that are never going to come back so just because of a special offer. Yeah. It's, there's an easy way to remember that. Like if it was easy, everybody would do it. That's as simple as that. So not a lot of people would be willing to do this, mm -hmm. to be consistently writing about themselves and share the bad and the good and, and be authentic. But this is why if you do it, you will stand out because not many people understand it and not many people are able to do it in the long term. So it's not easy. For sure, it's not easy. But that's a good sign. Like when I go through my Facebook homepage, it's just promotion after promotion or offer after offer after offer. You get sick of looking at that. Show me behind the scenes. <laughs> Give me a reason to actually engage because like if you're going to put up an offer, what am I going to comment? What? Are, why would I like share that maybe? Yeah, if you're not interested in that offer, you're not. Yeah. You're just going to go over it anyway. Exactly. Whereas if you're showing, I don't know, it could be any any kind of fun thing that happened in the salon that day. Uh, well, you're likely to just be like, oh, that was really cool, and I'll like, I'll comment, or I'll share this because that was fun, and you're I, just creating engagement just there. I remember at Christmas, there was a video went around the offer. It was a client of ours on Snapchat, and they put it on Facebook, and you actually found it, <laughs> yeah. where the two girls had put the filter on and just had a bit of fun on Snapchat. It had nothing to do with promoting any treatments or products or anything like that. It was just the two girls having a bit of fun, and that flew around our office. Everyone loved it, and like the, the reaction, the engagement that got. Yeah, that was amazing, yeah. yeah. So it's just things like that. And like we said in the last uh, the part one of, of our series, uh, you don't need to be on Snapchat to do this. You don't need to be on Instagram to do this. You can yeah. choose the, you know, go from what channel have you picked and go there and try to like if you cho if you've chosen blog uh, blogging then you know write a monthly blog like you said maybe if you've chose uh, Instagram well Instagram story is great for you know behind the scenes and it's you don't even need to upload or like um, edit any content you just do it straight from the app you know so it's really depending on the channel that you picked yeah don't just keep jumping on the next flashy new trend <laughs> yeah. stick with what you have what what you're good at what what works for you again it's finding out what we talked about last week the focus group sort of what are your clients using? Mm. Where are they going to, what content do they consume? There's one last thing. I mean, think about the, the, the latest scandals, like the latest big, big stories in certain companies that happened recently. And you can all connect them back with transparency. So Uber, this, you know, the, the car. Um, the car hire. Or a car. Taxi. Taxi, yeah. Yeah, yeah type of, of service. They are starting to struggle a lot. Their brand is really damaged because they, they were uh, they were spying on competitors illegally. They were treating their staff like like shit. Sorry, I don't know if I can say that, but ah, uh, listen, you know, <laughs> I can't believe you just swore. <laughs> no, because I know sometimes, like the, the, anyway, so they were treating their their staff badly. Um, there was a lot of uh, sexual harassment cases. They were not being uh, handled at all. The CEO didn't care, and that starts to like being public more and more, and more and more companies and people choose not to use them anymore. Mm. And that's all back to honesty, transparency and stuff. If they were transparent from day one, they would have never done that. Um, so that's the first one. And the other one is uh, United Airlines. Oh, yes. I'm sure we've all heard about that one. Do, yeah. we, do we even need to? Yeah. So, but that's part of the same thing. Why on earth are you treating your people this way, your customer this way, and like lying to them 
and not being able to like accommodate them because of your mistake. I mean, that's all part of the same thing about the trust and transparency and honesty. If you're, if United Airlines were honest from from the start, they would have said, first of all, we've we overbooked. Up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. no, yeah, and uh, let me give you something in return. Whatever they would have never behaved this way. It's just like you can see that in the DNA of certain companies, trust is not is not part of it and. In the long term, th- those companies will die. Yeah, some people just try to brush over it, don't they? Yeah. But like we talk about being transparent with your clients. Also, like it comes back to your staff too. Be transparent and respectful to your staff because yeah. the more your staff are happy to work with you, it's going to show them when your clients do come into the salon, oh, d- these guys actually enjoy working here. It's a good atmosphere. It's a good culture. And then your staff are going to get on board the whole transparency and stuff too. Yeah, and they'll so, be talking to their friends as well anyways. Yeah, so like, remember, you're not alone here. It's not all falling back to you. If you get your staff in the right position, they can help as well. Get the same ethos flown between everyone, the same vision, mm. and the stuff will be a breeze. It'll just become natural. It'll become daily habit-like. Yeah. Yeah, so there's one thing about this is usually people are scared of of trusting others because you know they feel that they don't know how to do the job the, the same way. Yeah. So using an operation manual is a good way, but also really trust trying to trust those people and show that you trust them. So by letting them maybe handle handle your Instagram account if if you've been you know if you've been handled that handling that for for the last six months or twelve months, maybe you should give that to somebody else and say, well, I trust you. To handle that from mm-hmm. now on, I'm not gonna like manage you or, or, or micromanage you. I'm just, I just trust you that you'll do a great thing. And usually that works really well because people who feels that they are like they feel valued. Yeah, they feel valued. They yeah. will, they will do the right things. A lot of time, people don't see that as an extra chore or an extra responsibility. They see that as a oh wow, like <laughs> thank you sort of thing. Yeah. Especially yeah. when it comes to taking over your social media because your staff are on it the whole time anyway. They're having fun with it with their friends. Now have fun with your salon. Yeah. And like we have like we've a, a list of a couple of different like product launch teasers. It's not necessarily you selling. You could go through the products and kind of talk about what's in the products, demonstrate it. It's just offering value, like um sharing your wisdom. So the the Q and A sessions and things like those. Mm-hmm. But um oh there's also like team building. So every time your staff are going for training, try and publicize that maybe because it a it, it shows, shows that you care that you want to grow. Yes, yeah, you're upskilling your staff, yeah. and your staff want to be upskilled, and you are working together as well. I think that pretty much sums it up. I, I mean, if any of you guys have any last words on on the topic, I think we've pretty much covered all of it. So hopefully after that now, um, you've kind of got some tips and tricks of how to be just I suppose that little bit more transparent, um with your salon, kind of yeah. the behind the scenes, and just be a bit more open with your clients, I suppose. It's not all business at the end of the day. Oh, no, for yeah. sure, yeah. You want to create a culture of fans, followers, not just clients. Exactly. Yeah. It's the easiest way to attract new people as well, I suppose. Exactly. So now, Zoe, it's the end of show webinar time. Yes, so our next webinar is going to be on Monday, July 3rd. It's the monthly retailing masterclass. So for anyone who hasn't attended that one yet, uh, we talk about how to create a retailing culture within your your salon. So um, actionable ways to, um, you know, put that in place, how to kind of get away from the stigma of selling retail isn't fun and all sorts of things like that. So it's an hour long. It's from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. UK Ireland time or 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. US Eastern time. Uh, you simply have to go onto Facebook into the event section, 
uh, click on um, the buy ticket. Buy tickets. The tickets are free, obviously. They're free it's just, tickets. Just a link yeah, to follow. Yeah, it's just a link to save your spot, uh, and we'll see you there. Cool. But before we head off, uh, we have we're still running that uh, thirty days to grow registration process. So if you haven't signed up for that yet. Yes, get on board now because, like we said, it all kicks off on the 1st of July. So you want to get a, uh, gather as much information about it just beforehand, kind of get yourself prepped, get your team prepped. Make this uh, a team effort. It's not just down to mm. you. And don't, like, challenge. Challenge other salon owners. Oh, like, yeah. This, this is industry-wide. We want everyone to get on board this, and it's only going to work if we're all in it together. Exactly, and it's not just... You don't have to be a forest client. You don't even have to have software in your salon. You don't need software at all. Pen and paper would do the job. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, if you're interested, we also if you've already signed up, actually, and or are interested, we have also a Facebook community group. So if you want to ch- share advice or uh, share accomplishments and things like that, um, simply search uh, the... the well, when you register, actually, you'll have a, a link to that Facebook group. Just uh, sign up as a member there and you'll have access to Yeah, and just remember, there are only small tips every day for 30 days. So they only take a couple of minutes of your time. There is no real investment in this. So yeah, register, get involved, join the group. There are the discussion on Facebook and uh, follow the hashtag on Twitter and Instagram or wherever. And let's kick off the 30 days to grow. 30 days to grow. Uh, on this note, we wish you a very uh, lovely week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best.